I like to hear the, the deep tones. The timbre? The tambourine, man. But yeah, no, I don't want to get, I don't like to go get a haircut. I don't, I hate sitting there in that chair. I feel like I look gross in the mirror. You do. <laughs> well, yeah, but. Everyone does. Yeah, I know that mirror. It's like fluorescent light. I don't know. Fluorescent yeah. light is not good. I wonder if they do that on purpose. Like your hair looks great, but you, but you look like a pile of <laughs> shit. Please, please buy all of our products at the front of the store, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I, however they do it, after I get a haircut, it's always like it always looks gr- like the way they style it is great. But I like right after I get a haircut, I can't style it. See, I feel like I look terrible after a haircut. I feel like it takes a week for me to be like, okay, yeah, this looks pretty good. No, I'm saying right after, like straight out of the chair, like whatever. Yeah, they, I th- whatever I think I look they do to you every time because you say no gel. I do. I, yeah, they no, go, any gotta, product, you, you go, gotta, no, you not You got to say, me. yeah, why not? You know, treat yourself. I just put my hat back on. Treat yourself a little bit. Oh, you put your hat back on? Yeah. That is, you, you. That's it, the move for oh, me. That's an insult to oh, every barber straight ever. Uh, Tony, right. But you, mm-hmm. you may as well stand up from the chair, take off the apron thing, and just slap them across the face. That Maybe. would actually be nicer. That's what I should have done after that last haircut that I got that was so poorly done. <laughs> oh, that's right. You have a guy. You yeah, told him. Wait, hold on. You told him. You literally were like, "This is not good." Yeah, it wasn't a very good job. And he's just like, "Yeah, well, <laughs> well, sorry. It'll get grow, you next time. It'll grow back. Hopefully, yeah. that's one good thing about it. Bad did grow back. That's why I'm wearing a hat in every single episode. My hair just looks terrible. So, and, so, so does mine. But I, I eh. embrace it. Your hair doesn't look terrible though. It doesn't. Eh, it's not my favorite style. It's just. I so feel like curly. once I, I've never grown it out. Like, I think this is the longest I've ever had my hair. I mean, it's just going to keep growing up and up, right? You're going to have an I don't know. Well, because, I don't, like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what, I've literally, legitimately never had it this long before. Is Tom a human Chia pet? Is that- it looks like it. That's that's yeah. the type of hair. I mean, the only the only thing I do to it is water it, so, just, I, so just I might keep be. Keep letting it grow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why not? Like, why not? Let's let's see what it we're gets in to. LA, and everybody. Yeah. Every, I feel like the lookout here is look as homeless as possible without being fully homeless. I do think one of the great things about Los Angeles is you can literally wear and look however you want. No one's going to judge you. I'll judge. No one. Uh, <laughs> no one with any like actual clout is going to judge you. You know, you're a nobody. Oh, yeah. Well, no, and like the more famous people, like have you like Kanye's clothes are kind of. Oh, I mean, they're, they're terrible. Ca- they're they're like the worst. Yeah, but they're like it's like five hundred bucks for like just a regular white T-shirt. Well, yeah, but you're buying it to say, oh, I bought this shirt, oh, not because it looks. Oh, by good. the way, I'm wearing a Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why people do it. People want to be noticed. It's crazy though. I guess I don't know. I mean, to some people, it's not crazy because they literally like their goal is to be seen. To be noticed. Yeah. And that's it. You to know, he has a very, I mean, this new line of clothes that he has is very terrible. Very, it's like, <laughs> it's like a shirt and then there's like a big circle on it. So if you saw that, you would probably recognize, oh, okay, that's Kanye's clothes. Or even if you didn't know, you'd probably think that must be a really expensive shirt because why else would anyone wear it? Well, it's, it's also if you're in the, yeah, if you're in the know and everybody out here is in the know, like yeah. everybody knows. And if you're buying that stuff, you're probably running in circles with people who do the same thing and yeah. then, you know, they respect you for that. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what to wear at this point in my life. Like, I, I, honestly, I think your outfit is fantastic right now. Thank you. I wear a lot of shirts from breweries and this is, this is one from a brewery. Oh, I didn't even, cool. I didn't even see the bottom. Po- oh, that's a California. 
I didn't even. Like, my my vision cut off at the bottom hand, yeah. and I thought it was a Cubs celebration of the World Series in 2016 shirt. Oh, no, I thought that was a, for California. Well, too. I thought it was going to be four stars going down. Oh yeah, and I I swear to God, I thought it was a, a, a Chicago Cubs like mascot holding a bottle of champagne. Like it's about goddamn time. That could be a cool shirt. But yeah, I like this shirt. I Your shirt much was wear, cooler like, when I thought that's what it band was. Band t-shirts, though, still, because I don't know what's what's appropriate. You know, I don't want to give up and immediately start dressing, you know, like a dad and wear polos. <laughs> you got no offense to you. No, 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 none at all. Because or I, like I, long sleeve button downs. That's not my style. I don't know what to wear. I don't know. I. I don't like, okay, I see it all the time and it's very normal looking, but when I'm putting on clothes, you feel weird. Right? I feel weird yeah. putting on a t shirt with jeans. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I can't. Oh, that's, ever, that's my go to. When's the last, you've never, unless, okay, I'll wear a t shirt and shorts. You've seen me. Yeah. Before. Never have you ever seen me in a t shirt and jeans. No, I don't know that's why. Or, t- or gym shoes and jeans. Yeah. I don't know why. What kind of shoes are you wearing right now? I'm wearing uh, some, uh, these are Clark's Chuckas. Yeah. I need some new ones. I was on. The, I was at the store. I mean, you look better dressed than me, but that's but not that's not much. the goal. I just feel like I should. I don't know. I feel like when I wear jeans, I gotta wear like you know a shirt. Okay. Like, like a non-casual shirt, and I don't know hmm. why that is. I don't know why either. Maybe because you've been in the professional world longer than I have, and that's kind of a more accepted Maybe. way of dressing. It's kind of the norm. You wear jeans, but you wear a little bit of a fancier shirt, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah, but because I won't, I wouldn't like. I wear a golf shirt to golf, like the golf shirts that are like, I don't know, like very thin, nylony. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With the with the non, yeah, the non like mm-hmm. cinched arms to make my saps look huge. <laughs> Your saps. This is a very special Thanksgiving pod we got going on. Uh, what are you thankful for this year? This year, I'm thankful. Well, I mean, always my family. I got my family's gigantic. And Lame answer. And okay. okay. I mean, that's the first thing I'm thankful for. The, the, my family's gigantic. My my uncle sent me this in the mail. This, this wristband in the mail. He mailed. He put it in an envelope. Mm-hmm. Wrote like hand wrote my address and it, like his. Just the whole effort just to send me this is hilarious nice. and also awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, my my family's enormous and they're all in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And like I talk to them, I talk to a lot of them, like almost every day. So I'm thankful for my family. You are a family man, for sure. That's a good thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, my family's so big. Like I, like I, yeah. Like I have a ton of great friends. I'm not a family man. I love my family, but But you know, I like seeing them twice a year. (laughs) How often do you go back? This is the least I've ever gone back. I've gone back once this year. The second time will be Christmas. I usually go back twice a year. I've gone back twice this year. This is by far the least. Yeah. The last time I was back it was in May. Back in Chicago, it was in May. May for my sister's graduation of college. Yeah, I went in... I don't even remember when I went. August, maybe? I, I don't know. And I don't remember why I went either. Oh, yeah. We had a family reunion. How big's your family? It was my dad's side, so it's pretty big. But... um. I don't know. It's just how many, how many siblings does your dad have? Five, five. All brothers. I'm not trying to double you up, but my dad's one of ten. Okay, you just did double me up. <laughs> all brothers. That's funny. My dad is all, seven brothers, three sis, three girls, three sisters. 
That's it's a crazy. big family. Yeah. yeah. It's not small. That was his just, you know, brothers and sisters. He's the middlest. Yeah, my dad's no, in the middle the too. He's the sixthest. Yeah, he's the sixthest. Our dads would get along, I think, very well. Oh, yeah. They would if they hung out, we wouldn't talk to them that whole day. When when my family came to visit, we went to Universal. It was a blast. I said right away, I'm like, Tom and my dad are gonna get along great. <laughs> oh, Mr. They're Stone. They're both very sociable people. Mr. Stone, if you're listening to the pod, he's not love to have you on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for our listeners. Oh, well, obviously. I only got to Tom's a bit rude, but I am thankful for you guys out there. And as uh as a special treat, I thought I was thinking and I'm going to tell you guys how to make it here in Los Angeles, how to make it as as a writer. As proven people that have made it. In Los Angeles. Yeah. I think there's a pretty standard way that you can go about. Now, feel free to you know interject, but I think, I think this is the easiest route you can take, aside from if you know somebody already. If you don't know anybody at all, here's what you have okay, to do. Knowing somebody, by the way, is the... Is the best way to do it. But. Right. But that, that goes for almost any job, you know? It's like, oh, who yeah. do you know? How'd you get this job? Oh, I got it from, you know, Tom in HR. But anyway. I would never work in HR. Okay, there's a lot of Toms. I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> I just happened to look at you and say your name. But okay, so this is, this is what I think is the most surefire way to get into the industry out here. There are some prereqs. One, you have to have money. You have to have money because you have to live out here. I would say you should come here with at least fifteen thousand dollars. Fair. Fair. I didn't say that, but yeah. Yeah, neither did I. I came. <laughs> I, came I came with ten. I wish I came with fifteen. Oh, I came with like. But you also had stuff lined up. I did not. I did, but I didn't get it. I came out for a job that I didn't even get, and I was like, "Well, I gotta make this happen." Though. Well, you made it work. Okay, so that that's one of the prereqs. Um, yeah, you also definite recommendable if you want to. Take this route. You have to have no, like, dignity or self worth. You got to give it up. So this is what I think you should do. If you if you're listening, also <laughs> if you are a person of color, if you're a minority, especially if you're a woman, move out. Here. Move out here. <laughs> I will help you write if you if you want it. If stand up, whatever. Now's the time for for oh, minorities yeah. in general. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm saying this is the time that's right now. Great. You should capitalize on it because this is where the money is at. Okay, so you move out here. First thing you should do is join UCB. I think uh, UCB is the best way to do it because... I still haven't done that. I, this isn't for you, Tom. This is for people who are on the <laughs> fence about moving out here. This is not for you. It's not I, for me either because I'm not doing this method. I would say do Second City in Chicago first and nope. then come here and do it. No, UCB. don't. Don't. Stop. You're interrupting my <laughs> wonderful advice. All right, continue. Okay, so move out here. You go to UCB. Now... UCB, if you don't know, it's the Upright Citizens Brigade. It was started by Amy Poehler, Matt Walsh. I mean, there are four people. You don't need to know that. But <laughs> every year, they have people audition for Saturday Night Live because that, it's a direct connection. So that, that puts them above everyone else, I think, already. Uh, Saturday Night Live's second stop is UCB, for those listening. Uh, Iowa, Chicago, Iowa, and Second City. In Chicago, both the first, like the first. Okay, once I again, mean, for this, you have to move out here. Oh yeah. Okay, but if you okay, just fine. just let me <laughs> let me tell you the uh, steps no, because I'm upset because I did Second City and I love it so much and I did I O as well and then and they were and look where it got you they were so yeah exactly so <laughs> you do that you, right, you take valid, you take the valid, writing valid. courses I took the writing courses out here and you know it teaches you how to write 
how to structure a sketch, which is valuable because I had no idea how. And then once I learned it, it's like, okay, especially when you're watching TV, you can see where things are going. Like, oh, this is exactly sure. what, they, they, what they teach you. Yeah. You do that. Those classes cost $400. There's, there's three courses, so that's $1,200 right there. You do that, then you do the improv. I took one improv class, and after the second class, I'm like, this isn't for me. You know, I, I can't be in front of people and basically acting a fool. I can't do that. I, I feel stupid. But a lot of people, they're like, you know, I'm just, I'm entertaining and that's it. So you, like I said, you have to like throw everything that you have about yourself out the door. This is a surefire way to make money. You do that, you rinse and repeat, and then after, you join like a comedy troupe. A lot of people, they all get together and then they, they want to make their own sketches. Now, to really separate yourself from the pack, you need to learn how to edit videos. If you can edit videos, you know, do color correction, all that stuff, even if you're not a good performer or writer, you're going to be invaluable to that group because you sh also, you should recognize that you're not very good, you're not very strong at this stuff <laughs> and take a back seat to the more talented people. Now, whoever the more talented people are in that group, you're going to want to latch yourself to them. Okay, who's to say who's more talented? Uh, editing can, as, uh, editors are talented. You're not, you're editors, editors are talented, talented, but I'm saying more an, talented, an easier spot more, for more you to get into the group. More physically, like, I know I'm, I'm strictly talented. talking about acting right now okay. or writing. Oh, all right. All you right, take right. a backseat to them. Okay. You know, you know how to do it because you took the classes, but you know, your strong suit is editing, which if you, you know, you can put in the time if you really want to learn how to do it's it. It's a lot of people's weak suit. So yeah, if, if you become an editor, like, right, you're, you're yeah. going to be valuable yeah, to you'll that. Be our, you'll be. So now when you're in the group, you identify the more talented people. You, I mean, you know, who's going to be better at acting or who's better at writing. You preferably you want to get in with the actors a little bit more because actors in <laughs> well, this industry be, they, they pretty much they can do what they want. You know that, right? Yeah, you, you, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, to an extent, yeah. The, the really talented ones, they can kind of do what they want. Not even I don't even think necessarily. Well, okay, yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. So you basically you rinse and repeat. You know, you want to audition to get on UCB's uh, like. They have these things, Harold and Maude. You know, you can perform, you can be a writer, you can be an actor. You want to audition for that. And what's, if you, wait, what's Maude? What's, wait, I'm guessing there's just different the, forms of so like the Harold. The Harold is the Harold, obviously. Right, Maude is another thing. Uh, there's no point in getting into it right now. But you want to audition okay. as a writer or as a or as a performer. If you don't get it, that's fine. This is where the money comes in. You keep taking these classes. You keep finding those talented people, and you latch onto them. And then now. <laughs> One of them's going to get a big break, and hopefully you've been sucking their dick enough over the years, or you know, <laughs> if, if if they're sucking their metaphorical dick, they don't all have to have dicks. But you do that, and, and you prove <laughs> your worth to them. They might bring you along for the ride. I think that's a pretty good way to do it if you want to do it, because yeah. I was just watching you know TV, and there was a promo for the new Will and Grace episode. And it was literally them standing in a living room, and then a giant panda comes out and tackles, you know, the guy. I don't know his name. There's a couple guys on the show. Tackles the one guy, and then the laughter goes, and it's like, this is this is what's on television. This is primetime comedy. Oh no, it's rough. Well, well, it's terrible. But that, but it, I mean, okay, for that show, for instance, that like, that's on because of legitimately just the name. Yeah. People, oh, Will and Grace, that's been on for years. Let's like that, and that's why it's popular. I feel like most of the shows on NBC, ABC, Fox, I don't really watch any of them, but they aren't well written. They aren't funny either. Well, here, okay, here's, I love Chicago. Here's, here's how you can tell that 
if a studio loves, if a studio thinks that they'll just be able to make money, they don't care about the content. But if they think they can make money, look at all this. Is it? I think it's NBC. Mm-hmm. It is definitely NBC because yeah. Uh, so Chicago Fire comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And then Chicago PD comes out. Then Chicago Med comes out. And then I I I thought I don't think they did, but there was supposed to be a Chicago. Uh, uh, like a judge, like a court, like a Chicago, mm. uh, like kind of like a law and order type thing. Yes, yeah, like yeah. the court, like the courtroom. Yeah, Chicago justice. Uh, wait, oh re- yeah, wait Actually, for real. I think that's right. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, it was so they like they like they're like oh we'll make money off of this so let's just make this 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 and this all just Chicago and things at the end. Like it's it's just it, honestly that's upsetting, but that's network TV, right? I'm, I'm also talking about comedy. I think comedy in general right now is very bad, and you don't even have to be. This is this goes along with what I was saying. You don't even have to be particularly funny. You just have to like follow their formula. You know, put oh, in yeah. put in the punchlines when necessary. They, they can be very generic, and the audience is going to laugh, or it's going to be a laugh track. I've been to a couple like studio audience tapings and I would never want to do it again because there's a producer there and this what were you, what were you there for unless you don't want to say no uh, I'll say uh the one the first one I went to was uh, the Jeselnik offensive this was five six years ago oh that was kind of a funny show though it was but you know when you're in the audience and you laugh at a joke the producer will stop and go you guys need to laugh louder if you think oh, something's yeah, funny yeah, 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 yeah. you need to act like it's the funniest thing you've ever heard you need to constantly clap it, yeah. it is so exhausting to participate in that yeah they did the same i was at a jerry springer table in chicago this is years before the gentleman but we went and yeah the, like the, the producer is sitting on the side yeah and he literally holds a sign that says laugh yes <laughs> like holds it up yes and we have to let we were so we we did we were there for a taping and then they were like guys wait we need we weren't able to get an audience for this other episode that we did they so asked we you to stay again no so we were just a fake like we didn't even see the show oh my we gosh. were we didn't see we just had we were just the audience reactions so they so it it was a guy wanted to divorce his wife and date the the pig that they raised mm-hmm. and. And that and that was like the main one. So we had to like like they would they would hold up a sign that said like gasp and every, we yeah. all had to go <gasps> Yeah. Or or laughter, like uproarious laughter and we'd go, Oh <laughs> It really is crazy how much work goes into Jerry these Springer, quote unquote yeah, reality Jerry shows. Springer. And that's yeah. I, I I really wonder if there are any truly real reality shows. I mean, I feel like it would be impo- like I don't know, maybe like I could see how a show like The Bachelor would be the realest because you would take their you just take their real reactions. I worked on The Bachelor. But a show like oh yeah yeah as The Bachelor. I was Bachelor. You were no, bachelor I, I worked I worked one? as a PA for a couple of seasons. The last season I was on, I was in the house on opening night, slanging drinks, and you know I'd never served drinks in my life before. But uh, everyone, all the, the producers and whoever, they were like, look, just whatever they want. Just add like eighty percent alcohol and just a little bit of whatever mixer they want. Oh, really? Yeah. So like they said to like just stiff. Oh, oh, no, no, for no. the audience. Yeah. No, 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 no. They were telling me get these oh, guys the liquored crew. up. You were PA for the or for the cast of the show. Yeah. 
God. I was thinking it was like a live tape in like the Bachelor. Oh, no, no, no. So, no, this this was like night one. The Bachelorette's meeting all of the, the Bachelors. And oh, I'm so in the house while they all mingle. Yeah. And no one, I shouldn't say no one, but 90% of the guys were just asking for water. So it's hard to get them liquored up when they're yeah, well, not really they asking for anything. They don't want to look anything. all swollen up and like... Well, there were a couple of guys that got really drunk. And then here's the thing. The thing is, <laughs> on that show, the there's like wrong. 20 producers as well. And they're all getting hammered with the cast. Their job is to encourage them to drink and they drink together. And then they go... Hey, this guy said this about you. What do you think about that? Why don't you go talk to him about that? <laughs> and it's all, you know, obviously the people casting the show, they're looking for people who are going to be good on TV as well. This, this oh, was the yeah, season with sure. um, Aaron Rodgers' brother. He was a nice guy, too. I am Team Jordan because I'm not Team Pat. I forgot his name yet. Jordan. He was a it's nice guy. He didn't Jordan really drink Rogers. at all. And, yeah, it was, it was a fun experience, but... You know, it's so See, I think that, I mean, manufactured. That, just because I, I don't think just getting the, I don't, if you get them drunk, I don't think that's fake. I think it's, I mean, it's definitely adds the entertainment value because no, it's not fake. But bit. when you have all of these producers saying, "Hey, this guy said this," or "This person said that," you know, well, yeah, that's that's definitely it. created. Yeah, what would be what would be real? Like like I uh, maybe. Maybe Survivor. I don't, okay, I don't want to be cliche for the show's name, but I think maybe the even the first first season of American Idol could have mm -hmm. like because I know down the line it became like now that you got to like you have to like send a resume to be able to like stand in that line and they really oh they those lines are like the fakest lines ever and they and they make you you have to you have to get through like seven auditions to actually get in front of Simon Cowell like you you you, you can't you don't just wait in line and then get in front of Simon Cowell. I honestly I thought even, that's how they did it. Like they hold an audition day, you have thousands of people show up yeah. and the most entertaining oh, get no. on TV. That I know for a fact that's not how they do it anymore. It, I th I think that is I, that had to be how they did it for the first season though. Probably. Because that cuz they don't know. They didn't they didn't know it was going to be a hit show. I feel like they did cuz weren't they already doing it? What was the, in was England? That right? Yeah, it was, was uh, it? X Factor. Yeah, they, they, they had like the X Factor over there. British Idol, I'm sure, something like that as well. Limey Britain's Idol. Got Talent, obviously, then we took that. And Limey Idol. Got, Limey. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that first season of American Idol was probably still manufactured to a point. You know, they know which people are going to be marketable. Well, yeah, I mean, they, all the, all, yeah, all the, yeah, it sucks. There's no such thing as uh What would be, what could, I, like, I'm trying to even think what, I don't know what even would be. Even when I worked on House Hunters. House Hunters renovation, you know, it's oh yeah, none of that stuff's real. My my, I, I mean, it, it, like they do redo the house. Yeah, okay, yeah, like your my, house like actually my, gets like renovated. My, my aunt and uncle were actually on an episode of that. It like which one? They filmed. I don't. I don't know. They filmed it in Chicago. Renovation. It, I don't know. I think it was, yeah, they they like redid like the kitchen and basement. Okay. I think yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they they got their house redone. I don't know. I don't think much. I mean, I know that the hosts weren't ham, weren't the like they pretend they were like holding a sledgehammer, but then like oh, the yeah. camera would shut off and they yeah. would not be the the sledgehammer er. Well, but, when I was working on HHR, it, there weren't any hosts or anything. It was just the people, and that's it. And then we had a lady come in. Her name was Andromeda, fantastic name, and Andromeda. she would she would do the voiceovers. But um, no, it was just like. There was the couple, and that one wasn't so scripted, 
but we always had the producer going like, okay, now say what you thought when you saw this for the first time. And then sometimes they would say it and it wouldn't be enthusiastic enough. Like, all right, you know, we need a little bit more energy from you. See, I don't like that. I don't like it either, but, you know, they need to put the most entertaining thing on television. And the, But they always, it, no, just it, like, and it's just what the studio thinks is the most entertaining thing. Or like yeah. the producer. It's not even what is most entertaining. Like, I, like reality things I love because, I, okay, the show, how about uh, Undercover? I love the show, Undercover, Undercover Boss. Boss. Love it. But it's so like there are some times when I'm like, like you can. How do they not know? Well, okay, so they okay, so the like the reason they don't know be, the, the, because a camera is following them. Right, around. exactly. No, following they, this no, guy in say, like a bad disguise. Well, they. I mean, it probably doesn't seem. This guy just seems just like oh, whatever. Do you want to dress like that? Great, cool. Uh, but no, they, they. It's because like usually the the person wants to open up their own, like for restaurant ones at least they say. He wants to open his own like little right, boutique like that's his cafe, goal. yeah. And like we're following him around because it's gonna be a new upstart boutique cafe. And right, so wherever. who's his new employee? Oh, oh, it's the new employee who's the boss who yeah. says that they want to. Yeah, do this. so he's following okay. around the people that work at this company. That's probably real to an extent. I feel like Shark Tank is also real because I know for a fact. Yeah. I mean, you get the disclaimer at the beginning saying that the deals being negotiated are with the sharks for their own money. Now, I know that when they make a deal on TV, no deal is finalized yet. Then it's after the show where the paperwork comes up. And I've, because I've read online that Robert, he's the guy that backs out of most deals. And so people really? are so eager to make a deal with Mark because he sticks to his word and most of the like, time. And because he's like pretty cool guy. I'd hang out with Mark Cuban. Yeah, I, I mean. You just I, called him Mark like you knew him. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, like my Cubes. boy Mark? Everyone wants to make deal Cubes with would have sounded like, oh, yeah, Cuban? He probably goes by Cuban, honestly. MC? I would go by Cube. <laughs> Cubester. But, yeah, so I feel like that one's pretty real. Yeah, I'm, but reality TV is the worst. If, you're, if you ever want to get into anything out here, don't get into reality TV. Learn from my mistakes. It's hard to not. I know because like, like it's so, so many people. That's, it's easy to get into reality so TV. So many people. Always but I like, made the mistake I of mean, thinking that getting into reality TV would take me to scripted. And those two worlds are so far separated. So far away, yeah. Yeah. If you're working in reality TV, that's like the lowest of the low. We'd love to have you in the pod, though. Who, reality <laughs> TV? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to get into that. Uh, you want to... Get into it's scripted so, somehow, it, but it's it's so difficult to get into it. You have to know somebody. You're you, you yeah. are in scripted television. Yeah, and it's and it's yeah. It, I I I just like got. I, you got lucky. I I did. I guess I I didn't know that I was lucky at the time, but now looking at everybody that tells me that they want to get into scripted, like, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Like I I kind of just got in it. How'd you get into it? So I well for I PA'd, set PA'd in Chicago on a on a television show that I that I may have knocked earlier called Chicago Fire. Love mm-hmm. you. <laughs> um, it wasn't even a knock. It's just like that's what they want to put. Well, how did you get that set about. PA job? Uh, actually, so that all boils down one of my one of my good friends in high school. Uh, he was on. He was a set PA, and they needed somebody. And so there you go. And it was and it started all started in Chicago. Because the PA is a good gig, especially that's that's a great starting you, gig. Absolutely, if you if you could get, it's so hard to be like, 
it's it's a it's a brutal job. It's a, like set PA, you're literally the bottomest of the totem pole. But it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get. It's a very hard job to get, and you're you're going to be working the hardest as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's worth like eventually. Like it's definitely you, you, worth you can it. find your way. You find your path. Yeah. Um. And scripted. I. Th- I mean. I don't really know what it's like. I don't, I, I've never worked on reality. I don't really, I don't know what a, a day on a reality set is like, but scripted's tough. I mean, it's, it's 14 hours a day, all day, like 14, like, so it's 12 hours is at like what you're usually, what you're usually going to get. And then like, at least for us, like Fox caps, are. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Fo- okay. Fox caps our shows like caps the shooting day at 14 hours. Mm-hmm. So like the like the second the clock ticks to fourteen hours, like they pull the plug. Like yeah, they have to. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, like Um, legal trouble. But yeah, it's a long day. No, not though. They could they could work though. It's like a fox policy. Uh, they could we could they could have us work for, I mean, however long they want. I guess a day. But it's the, all about the turnaround. It's so about like, turnaround between. Yeah, the turnaround the next yeah. day. Yeah. So mm. like the DP needs to have a twelve needs to have a twelve hour turnaround. Mm. Okay. So, so it's honestly it's so it's basically all based off of the DP's turnaround. Yeah. So whenever he's done, then, then that could be our call time the next day. So like six p.m. we could start at six. A.m. Yeah. Reality is so much different. I mean, it's honestly the PA jobs I've had were pretty easy the bachelor there's probably 20 pas at one time and 20 the whole thing as a production assistant is just like don't be seen and if you if if you are seen be doing something but since we had so oh, many because you're probably on camera right well not so much um especially on days where we where we shot you know you have some pas like doing lockdowns and then you had a few that were like inside you even the call them, but you call them lockdowns on on reality yeah yep they're called lockdowns yeah yep wow even that's trying to be opposite so on scripted <laughs> they're called lockups oh okay <laughs> Not, yeah no joke like yeah so like if you if you're trying to make this doorway like nobody walk by right you have quiet, people got one guy over there one guy over there and you know you and, say and, they're called, and hey, then that's your lockup that's you're your supposed to tell people like you know we're shooting right now half the time they don't even care like I, I i'm still gonna go through you know i'll stay out of the way especially on a so on well, a show like bachelor when we're shooting like at an public, actual yeah. mansion you know there's there's what there's workarounds but we had so many people that we had spots to hide we we had a couch out, out behind a dumpster <laughs> You'd dive we, we would it? sit and chill for like 30 minutes to an hour at a time but the biggest thing as a pa is when someone calls for a pa you know you get on it right away oh yeah absolutely. and that's it otherwise they don't really care now when i worked on the house shows whether it was flip or flop or vintage flip whatever it was oh, you're all about hgtv yeah i know that was that was a very <laughs> small crew it was producer camera sound pa and sometimes in AP, but that's it. And as a PA, you'd have to do everything there. And as a much smaller crew, too, you know, you're expected to do more work. But it was fun. And at most, it was like an eight-hour day. Wait, I actually worked one day with Tony on, on what? Uh, what did we work? Was knock, it? knock, live. Justin oh, yeah, worked I worked on, on that, too. too. Yeah, I worked for one day with... with we all technically worked together for, like, yeah. one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, I, I was ready to, like... I don't know. I, like, what'd you do? What was the day like? We just didn't do anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just. I w- mean, was it was it a filming day? 
No. It was it we was were, pre-pro we, for sure. Oh, they okay. might have been we, testing. It, we were yeah, we were we like went to some guy's house and we it was real hot outside. Yeah. I was real sweaty because it was real hot. <laughs> that, I mean, that's it. We got my, we I, I I was like adamant about getting I remember I like I remember just cuz I'm so used to having a walkie out like when I'm yeah. on set. I'm just used to having a walk like and I was like, "Okay, when it, like do we get walkie like we can t- I I don't know what to expect. I don't mm-hmm. know." And yeah, no, we didn't I mean, we didn't do much. I did have a walkie, but I think I was the only one on walkie. So I'd like be talking to myself, responding my like. <laughs> yeah. I, some of those, the thing about reality too, I'm sure it's probably like this in scripted as well. Everything's so disorganized. I don't think I've ever worked on a show where people knew what they were doing. I don't know. That scripted is like incredibly organized. Oh, really? Oh, because well, it's on a set schedule. So like you have to, you have to do it. You like you, every day is planned out like months before, so you have to like, and if you don't get through a day, you have to like log what you didn't get through, so you could film it later, and you have to make sure that also be at like, they, like we have specific locations where you have to film, like, yeah. So like, I mean, I, I it's, but I mean, I, you know, the money is in entertainment. My dad always said to us when we were kids, he's like, if you want to make money, get in entertainment, because even as a PA on a reality show. You're taking home 800 a week. Yeah. You know, probably more than that now. More than that now, yeah. When, when I was doing it five years ago, 800 a week, which is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is more, yeah. But, you know, I got to a point in my life where I'm like, I can't work as a PA anymore. I don't want to be in reality. I have to be in scripted. And, you know, luckily for me, I met somebody and we're going to be shooting a pilot for Nickelodeon soon. And I get to work as a writer's assistant. That's a great job. It's a hard because job. It's a hard job to get. It is a hard job to get. Obviously, you know, I had to show the guy that I can write, and I sent him scripts that you know we wrote, and he enjoyed it. Oh, right, all right, all right. I'm pumped. When does it start up? I don't. I don't know. I think January. Oh, per, I mean, perfect timing. Hey, New Year resolution. New Year resolution. Make some money Own. because even as a writer's assistant, I. I don't know how much I'll be taking home a week. I assume it's at least like fifteen hundred. I really have no idea. I'm pumped that it's with Nickelodeon. And Anthony, that. you have any idea? Uh, it'll probably be. I've got an idea. I got a good idea of it. it yeah, it'll be like tw- it twelve to fifteen. What? Yeah, you can say it. I'll tell you off the. No, it's good. It's good. It's not bad. But it's around what Anthony actually just said. I didn't hear, what'd you say? Twelve, twelve to fifteen. Twelve to fifteen hundred. Yeah, it depends yeah. on what they give you. Yeah. It's different for every every company. Yeah, it's I'm, it's I'm Nickelodeon, so it's a big. I'm pretty pumped network. that it's with Nickelodeon, to be honest, because Disney just owns everything. So yeah, which so, is such a bummer. That, like mean, honestly, bums even me even twelve hundred a week. I mean, I'm barely I'm making like fifteen hundred a month right now. So, but so you're awesome. granted, I'm not I'm not doing much for work because I'm kind of just like chilling, biding my time until I do get this job. But even like the lowest positions as a writer, if you're on staff. You're getting $4,000 a week. You work for six months. You take probably two months staff, off. I mean, staff writer. And then, you, and then you go back on it. It'll, like, you'll be a writer's assistant for like two years before you're a staff writer, for sure. I That's mean, fine. I don't know how Nickelodeon writes. I'm pumped that it's for Nickelodeon. I don't know how it works either. I mean, I assume it has to do more with... Not even Nickelodeon. No, not Yeah, it's got to be with the people that you're with. Right, and the guy I know, it's his show. He's the creator. He's the writer, showrunner. So Awesome. It's gonna I'm be hashtag good. pumped. It's gonna be good. I'm hashtag pumped. I yeah, M- me too. I'm more pumped. I've been waiting for this for a while. 
And no, once again, it's all you're, about you are a good writer. You, I appreciate that. You're a good writer. I think so. Funny. I try to be. I've seen a lot of TV in my life. And you're better. Than, the, that's the, the problem is that the studios don't pick. Like, they'll, they'll come out with, like, every Marvel movie. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I did. I, there was a two-week span where I watched every single Marvel movie. Overkill. You probably fried out after that. No, not really. They were, really? Uh, they were, they were, I mean, they, they are entertaining movies. But I hate that they get. I hate that that's the only thing that they'll put out. I hate that because they know that they're gonna make money. Exactly. So, they, so th- like they could, like it could be, it could be um, like the worst movie ever, but it's got the Marvel label on it. Yeah. So every Marvel fan's gonna see it. It's gonna open to like a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, what's his face? George Lucas could put out five more Star Wars. They could be the worst movies of all time. That's what but they it's do. Gonna make a remember, billion dollars. Remember Rogue One? Didn't see in it. In the off year. I haven't seen any Star Wars movie in you know. Almost 20 years. I saw Attack of the Clones. That was the last one I saw. Uh, yeah, Star Wars is pretty good, though. You got to watch the... You got to watch Do the... I, I feel no, like... you have to watch them like in the... the Marvel movies, they almost follow the same exact plot. I no, mean, they... Do, okay, Star Wars doesn't say... You got to watch the first three that... Can, like, at least. The, like the, the original George Lucas ones, they're good. No, I've dude. seen those. I said I haven't seen anything past No, Attack you got to watch the them. You said you haven't watched in 20 years. You got to right, watch Right, that them. movie came out in, what, 2001? Also, that was that was the last one I saw, and it was it sucked. And you saw it in two thousand one. Yeah, in theaters, Jar Jar yeah, Binks. No, you got no, you got to rewatch. Didn't like it. You I saw re-watch. most of Revenge of the Sith, not fully, but that one that one seemed okay. You got <laughs> <laughs> to rewatch. I'm, I can't. You can't. You can't judge it based on what you thought of it when you were ten. They're good, dude. They that are. That movie was objectively bad, even when I was ten. Yeah, Attack of the Clones is fucking terrible. You know, I saw Baby Geniuses yeah. in theaters when I was like seven. <laughs> great flick. And I'm like, this movie is terrible. What? That was a great flick. Baby Geniuses. And wait, have you seen Boss Baby? No. <laughs> okay, so I was, I like I. W- I was drunk. No, <laughs> I actually wasn't. I actually wasn't drunk. No. No, I I saw this movie right. Or no, the screener came in. The like, so, and I would I would nonstop just ridicule. Oh yeah, Boss Baby, and I would always compare everything to Boss right, Baby because it looks stupid. Great movie. Doubt it. On, <laughs> maybe because I was expecting nothing. Yeah, maybe. I was a real big fan of Boss Baby. I thought it was hilarious and I, good and heartwarming. Even and if it's fun. good, I have zero interest in seeing that movie. It's funny. It's a funny movie. Did you pay money to see Boss Baby? No, no, no. It came in. It's it on Netflix. In, it came in as a screen. No, that's not the real Boss Baby. I because I tried to show somebody the other day. What do you mean it's not the real Boss Baby? I think they made a sequel or something because like Boss no, Baby. No, I'm saying the actual Boss Baby was on Netflix. A was years ago. not yeah, anymore. I don't know if it still is. Yeah. Right now, when you type in Boss Baby, it says Boss Baby like back in business or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like they made a sequel or something. But you got f- it as a screener and you took it home and you watched it. Yeah, it was and it was a it was. It was Who a gave good movie. You it? it was an entertaining movie. Who gave movie. you the screener? It was my boss's screener. My boss yeah. baby's screener. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a, it was an entertaining movie. Surprisingly, I expected nothing of it, though. Baby Geniuses was great when I was like seven, whenever that movie came out. Oh, it was so bad. You hated it when you were seven? I was, I'm younger than you, so whenever, whenever so that came that, out, so you were like I, w- I went with my grandma and my brother, and I turned to my grandma. I'm like, this is a bad movie. Justin gives this four, st- four thumbs down. Yeah, four <laughs> thumbs down. It was so I wish bad. I had it more so arms stupid. so I could give it more thumbs down. I was so let down by that, and I was so let down by Master of Disguise. I was uh, hyped yeah. on that movie, and it was so bad. It's the worst being let down by good by like movies that are like hyped to be good. Like... I don't know. 
what I don't know. I was what? hyped on the movie Us, and it was it was okay. It wasn't it wasn't was, very good. It wasn't the best. I was hyped on Get Out, and that movie was fantastic. Get Out was great. Honestly, actually, every movie that I'm hyped about, I get disappointed by. I was hyped on the first It, and that I thought that was really good too. It was good. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. I was all the talk about Super Troopers, the first one. I thought I love that movie. I, I think it's funny, but it was so it was so hyped to me by the time I saw it. Like I thought I was. When did you see it? I mean, like kind of right around when it came out, but like not right away. So people when had that seen, movie come people out. People had seen it. I want to guess 2004. That's a good guess. I was going to say around that 2004, 2005. I don't think I saw it till 2007. And it was really funny. I loved it. it yeah. I, I saw the sequel. I, I, that, wasn't, I, I, that wasn't good. I heard it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. I had higher Beerfe expectations. I, I actually like Beer Fest more than I liked that. I think Super Beer Troopers. Fest is hilarious. I, th I, I like most of their movies. What Super the Troopers, 2001. Yeah. Oh, oh, my one. God. 2001? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I probably wow. saw it 2007. Wow, that's so... Wow. What was their first movie? Was it uh, The Club Dread? No, that came after. I never saw that. That was a good movie, too. Never saw that. Beer Fest, I thought was... But Beer Fest, I knew it was by them, and I everybody hyped it up. And I was like... So you went in with low and expectations. I, very, I was like, this movie's going to suck. Yeah, that's when a he's, funny When movie. he's in that beer, like that, yeah. and he just doesn't... He looks around, doesn't know what to do, and he goes... <laughs> <laughs> The vortex, dude. I was dying when he died, and then immediately his twin brother comes back. So good, hilarious movie. Yeah, that's a very funny movie. I, I so much better than uh, so much better. Um, Clerks. I had I didn't see. It. I've I, never seen Clerks. Everybody used to, everyone. Whoa. Everyone used to talk it up. I, I it, and it is hilarious, but it's also just a good movie. Yeah, Clerks is really like fucking I. Good. I, j I just watched it for the first time. Like. Mm -hmm. I don't know, six months ago, less than that. Mm -hmm. Just a great movie. It's so good. It's probably good writing. Good yeah. writing trumps everything. Yep. You know, Anthony, my dear, dear friend here, gave me his Disney Plus info. Anthony, I'm going to have to <laughs> get that true. when we're off the air. <laughs> and um, just at night when I'm trying to fall asleep, I'm rewatching Even Stevens. And, you know, I was expecting it to be kind of dumb because, you know, it was on when I was like 10 and I really enjoyed it. But it's funny. It's legitimately funny. It's yeah. well written. Yes. See, I think the cartoon. And also Shia LaBeouf is a good actor. No, Shia LaBeouf kills it. He's the man. Yeah, he's really funny. And I just remember hating Ren so much, his sister. Oh, I remember thinking she was real hot. I remember thinking she was real ugly. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I had always, the biggest crush. On I her. always I thought Ren her so was so hot. <laughs> I didn't think she was hot. Looking back on it, you know, she's cute. Also, she's supposed to be in junior high, middle school. Yeah, she's like forty she, in the show. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably that's that. So that was kind of weird that they expected us to believe that. We believe she it. definitely looks older than that. We believed it. She's supposed to be fourteen, and I think uh, Lewis is supposed to be thirteen, thirteen and fourteen. But it's a funny show. How old was Shia? La How old is Shia LaBeouf? Right now, let's say. Uh, yeah, what are you gonna get? I'll say thirty-seven. No, I'm gonna say he's younger than that. If I'm twenty younger, eight. I was born in ninety-one. I think he was probably born in eighty-six. I'll say he's thirty-three. 
He I'm, is exactly 33 years no old. No way. Baby. <laughs> I love the video of him on YouTube when he's like, just do it. Just do it. He's a likable guy. He got a that? lot of shit. Yeah. Well, no, he would always get in fights at bars. That's why he was hateable. He got arrested in Chicago at a Walgreens for like, he was hammered and they kicked him. They tried to kick him out. He's like, yeah, that makes me like him more. My name is. Oh, he did that. Shy. Uh, LaBeouf. <laughs> Did he do that? Did he yeah. actually do, yeah, pull he the, got do you know who I am? And then apparently he was nice. But he he got kicked out of apparent if I'm remembering this correctly, I might be thinking of somebody else. But he got in a fight at a bar, left the bar, then went to Walgreens. He's like still pretty upset about that. And then he got aggressive in the Walgreens. But he was like apparently very nice to the cops. You ever watch Hot Ones on YouTube? No, I don't know what that is. Anthony? Hell yeah, dude. You saw the Shia episode? Yeah. It yeah. Was awesome. He's so likable. Yeah, he he just seems like a genuinely I never, good dude. I, right. I've always I've actually always liked that that movie Disturbia that nobody ever talks about. That's a good movie. Great flick. It's just a remake of Rear Window. Yeah, but Shy's not in Real Window. No. <laughs> rear, rear 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 Window. That's a good movie. Who's the girl in that movie? I don't remember. The guy's David Her Morse. Her name is uh, Ren Stevens. No. Who's the girl <laughs> in Disturbia? Is Shia LaBeouf a girl? And I don't know who the girl is. I don't. Is she famous? I don't think she's yeah, like a. She is. Anthony, yeah. Anthony's looking it up. I'm scoping. Hold on. And David Morse, who I always liked. I liked him in The Green Mile. Great movie. Poison. He is great. Yeah. No, I mean the squirrely guy played Percy, but uh, yeah. There's a, there's a couple girls. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss is in it from The Matrix. Right. Viola Davis is the detective. I'm assuming it's Sarah Romer, the cute girl. Yeah, I told is she you. she blonde? I told yeah, you, blonde. I told you that nobody else fans. Well, other Romer. than Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah, I'm wrong. There's another movie. That, wait, wait, when did that come out? 2000, wait, 2000. I want to say six. Nine. I want to say 2006. 2007. 2007. Uh, another movie came I out. I win because, oh no, I lost. Cause yeah, I you, you went I over. I went over, yeah. Another <laughs> movie came out right around then called Eagle Eye. Oh, great also a good movie. movie! Saw that in theaters. Yeah. Yes, that was a good movie. That no one a, talks about that. Well, that came out right at the same time as Shooter by Wahlberg. Didn't see it. Good movie. I think Mark Wahlberg's not a bad actor, but he he did blind a guy. He did blind a Vietnamese man for beca- being for, for, yeah for being Vietnamese. All the guy did was just, the cardinal sin of being Vietnamese. All the guy did was be Vietnamese. Yeah, he beat the <laughs> shit out of him. He blinded the fuck out of him. He forgave him though. The Vietnamese man. He's yeah, because that guy's like a good person. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg's a bad guy. And Mark Wahlberg also forgave him for pressing charges. <laughs> <laughs> so that, How noble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy because he did that when he was like 19. Wait, all, I read, an, I, I don't know how, how accurate it is, but I did read something that said that he's really the, sorry no that that mark Wahlberg is really sorry no yeah. <laughs> that the vietnamese guy was actually already blind and the in the report i'm just saying and, and that it was the same thing where the vietnamese guys like i forgive him because he i mean what who he wrote this shark smallberg Wark <laughs> <laughs> <Lark> malberg yeah <laughs> yeah no i don't think that i mean i just think he was racist towards him just for oh no he de- no, no he definitely reason, was. and i do think that he did blind him but no, revisionist history he I think. definitely does did but my favorite mark Wahlberg movie is probably the fighter it's a good movie him and christian bale christian see he's good in that movie because christian bale's so good Christian Bale annoys me. The first... What? I think he's a good actor, but he's an annoying guy. 
Well, I he's, don't even know very, about him anything as a person besides when he well, he blew up on that guy that one time. Yeah, what a jerk. No, everyone on set said that was warranted. That yeah. guy was fucking around all day, basically. Yeah. So. Well, also that 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 clip, like, made me realize that Christian Bale kind of has a British accent, which upset me a little bit because I didn't think that you thought he was American. Yeah. Why would I know that? Why would I know? <laughs> why would I know that he? I thought but when I see Christian Bale speak with a with an accent, I'm like, wow, what a great act. He is a great actor. I just well, his like, accent isn't very strong. For it's, one, it's noticeable for sure when you hear him regularly. Yeah, it's talk. yeah, it's it's a bit noticeable, but it's not like very heavy. I don't feel like Christian. Yeah. He's not fucking. He doesn't have like the Cockney accent, right? He's just that's close. A little, it's not far away. But he's a great actor, and you know, I don't really know anything about him as a person. I don't know so. why I compare Ryan Gosling and Christian Bale, but I'll take Ryan Gosling all day, every day over Christian Bale. What's your favorite Ryan Gosling movie? Newsies. Never saw it. Wait, that's actually a Christian, Christian Bale, Bale in that? Yeah. <laughs> that's actually, wait, that's actually a Christian Bale movie. Uh, no, I love Drive. Drive's good. Great movie. I love Lars and the Real Girl. Have you seen no, that one? I've never seen it. Anthony, have you seen that one? I haven't. It's on my list. It's so good. Lars and the Real I'm actually going to put it on my list it's, right now. It's chubby Ryan Gosling. And it's the best kind of Ryan Gosling. He's like a shut-in type, very shy. He lives in a small town. And he orders like... I guess it's like a sex doll, but he doesn't like. What's it called? You know he was a Mickey Mouse and the Real Girl. You know he was a Mickey Mouse Club kid. Yep, it's crazy. And Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera, well, we Britney knew Spears. That. We yeah. knew that. But Ryan Gosling, I thought he was a nice guy. Did you know that Ryan Gosling and Justin Timberlake lived together around that time as well? It's pretty badass. Yeah, like Ryan Gosling because he's Canadian. And he lived know, with Justin I, Timberlake and I his know, I mom. I found out he was Canadian. I was pretty upset about it. But anyway, it's a movie, so he basically develops this relationship with this doll, and the town kind of learns to accept it. But it's a very good movie. I love, I love it. it. It's a rom-com for sure. Gosling, I mean, Gosling's great. Crazy Stupid Love. Love oh, that movie. Oh, great movie. Yeah, very funny. What's your favorite rom-com? Honestly, Lars and the Real Girl, or I love Definitely Maybe. Definitely Maybe. Love so that one. Good. I love Ryan Reynolds. P.S. I Love You. Great movie. <laughs> um, wait, is that Hilary Swank? And yeah, Gerard Butler. And Gerard Butler. Yeah. I watched ten minutes of it the other day, and it was it was bad. Because <laughs> you didn't even get to the good part. <sighs> you, lit- you if you only watched ten minutes, uh, you didn't even get to the part that just. Hook, line, sinkers. What, where, where he dies? Wow, spoiler alert. I, I mean, I knew the, the plot of the movie. I know that he dies from like a Okay, don't look up movies before you see them. Just watch them. It's not that I looked it up. It's you look the movie's up been movies? out for 10 years. Do you look up movie plots before you see them? No. You would rather, like, because there are some people that like I think it alerts. says in the description on Netflix, you know, when her husband dies of a brain tumor. You didn't even get to the cry part, though. No, I didn't. It was bad acting from the get-go, though. Well, it's Hillary Swank and Gerard Butler. What do you want? I like Gerard Butler and Law Abiding Citizen. I love Hillary Swank and uh, That Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> That's a Clint Eastwood movie. Clint, I thought I saw Clint Eastwood today, and it turns out it just... Just an old man. It, it, yeah, <laughs> no, it was 100% just an old man. But I, st- I was in the middle of a conversation with this guy who I hadn't seen in a while, so we're talking, and I was like, wait... Nope, nope, that's not. Clint Carry Eastwood. on. <laughs> Continue. I saw Clint Eastwood's movie, The Mule, 
on a plane. And oh, it was I heard that movie was so, so boring. I heard no, I didn't even see it. But Clint, okay, I would say it was so, there's there's like a three minute long scene of Clint Eastwood <laughs> and two young prostitutes. All right, and Clint. it's weird to see. And also, he's not a good actor in this movie. He's never. He was good in Gran Torino, I thought. Yeah, and the, all the other actors were terrible. No, I like the the neighbor. I can't think of her name. The girl. Yeah, she was so bad. She was. She good. was so bad at acting. That was a which fun movie. is forgivable because you know they just casted locals yeah. in that area to play their that, parts. I love Clint, was, Clint, Clint movie. Eastwood movies. Are I would say ninety percent of movies he directed are pretty good, like very good movies. Flags of Our Fathers and Letters from Iwo Jima. Amazing movies. So good. Million Dollar Baby is an amazing Million Dollar movie. Baby. Um, Changeling that, I don't know. I it, Didn't see that one, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Didn't see it. Great movie. Yeah. What, what's that about? It's about, okay, so a changeling is is a thing, is basically, it, if I thought that you were acting differently towards me, like in between the last time I saw you, mm -hmm. I would think that you aren't you anymore and that like an alien or like not not necessarily an alien, but like a like a body snatcher. Like, like yeah, a, yeah, like like oh, okay. like you're like you're a, like an imposter, Justin. You're not really Justin. You're an imposter, Justin. So Changeling's about uh, Angelina Jolie's has a kid and the kid gets kidnapped, but then she gets another kid. Mm, she's like, or, no, this no, or they find or they find the kid. She's returned, but she's not herself. But yeah, it's a song. Well, maybe it was because she was kidnapped. Ever think of that one, Angelina? Spoil it for me. Is it her kid? No, it was Farilla Changeling. No, I can't. I'm not spoiling nothing. For I'm you. not going to see it. You might. I'm not going to spoil it for all of our a million listeners. <laughs> you can spoil it for. Me. Just <laughs> tell me what. I just want to tell you, it's a great movie. Also, wait, hold on. Uh, Mystic River. One of the best movies. Honestly, Eastwood. that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's so depressing and good. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Sean Penn is has never been better than except for an I Am Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that one? Yeah, I, <laughs> I love that movie. Because honestly, Dakota Fanning shines as his like four year old daughter. But no, Mystic River is fantastic. Great cast. So too. good. Kevin Bacon. What's what, his face? What is Kevin Bacon in that isn't good? Even his name is good. Bacon. He's like, what does everyone love? I'm gonna put my I'm gonna make my name Kevin Bacon. I assume that's his real name. It can't be. Anthony, can we get a check on that? I'm looking it up. It cannot. I feel be. like it is his real name. Because why would he put it to Bacon? Because he's like, what does everyone love? What does everyone love here that's in the year be, 2012? That's Bacon and cats. Thing. Oh yeah, he can't wait. That cats movie doesn't look that horrible. I don't I, know what movie you're talking about. So the so everybody made fun. There was like a Taylor Swift photo, and she's like CGI'd looking like a cat. Well, that sounds stupid already. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's after the Andrew Lloyd Webber play Cats, mm -hmm. and I'm not. I'm being honest. The the trailer that actually just dropped doesn't look that bad. I don't even. I, I'm embarrassed to even say it out loud. I saw the first trailer and it looked like a fucking nightmare. The first trailer was terrible. The new trailer, it yeah. Looked, but you're also like a theater guy, so I feel like okay. But no, but nobody really likes cats. Nobody wants. You have to show tunes. You have a show tunes playlist on your fucking Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> Called out. Uh, yeah, Kevin Norwood Bacon. That's his full name. That's yeah. his real name. That's Kevin a great Bacon. Name. Is he related to Francis Bacon? Uh, probably. Really? 
I partied at uh, his daughter's house once. Francis Bacon's? No, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Who's his daughter? Kira Sedgwick? Chris, uh, Christina. <laughs> that's his Cr- wife. Christina oh, yeah. Bacon. <laughs> Chris P. Bacon. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. I that's forget his her son. name. She's like a wait, what did violinist. You, wait, Tony, what did you say? His name was like Maxwell. What's his middle name? Norwood. Norwood. Oh, I wish it was like Prescott or something. K.P. Bacon. <laughs> He's got to change the name to Christopher. Christopher Patrick Bacon. Chris P. Bacon. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you got to do something funny when you got a name like Bacon. I guess. He's in great flicks. I just he wasn't. A, he wasn't in Rat Race. That was a great movie, though. And that's a funny movie. He should have been in that. I forgot. Makes me about, feel bad about Brecken Meyer because I really liked him, and then he I just forgot about that movie. Kind of faded into obscurity. Remember that Jam and Rat Race? They had a, there was like a song in it that was like a jam, just like the opening title, yeah. Rat Race, yeah. sung by the Baja Men. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody done that at karaoke ever? Uh, no, I don't think. Are you gonna add that to your repertoire? That. Nobody's oh, ever. Th- yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a jam of a, that's the Baja Men, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> that's when the Baja Men were big. This is 2001. Oh, yeah. It came a, lot out. Of, a lot of hits came out in 2001. We've been hitting a lot of 2001s this episode. I thought you were going to say me, baby, one more time. Well, oh. we had to, you know, because of 9 11 and everything. The Hollywood people were like, we got to put out the comedy hits. Well, some of these came out before. Well, it, so we, maybe they brought about. But you know, nine eleven is like a pre-planned thing, so they knew it was going to happen. We got to lift these spirits all year long, and yeah. they did that with nine eleven. I mean, <laughs> with <laughs> <laughs> they did that with nine eleven. Nine eleven really raised my spirits around that time. It really rat raised your spirits. Yeah, uh, rat race. Look at all the people in that movie. Oh, it's an unbelievable movie. Whoopsie Goldberg, Cuba. Was she in Ghost? She wasn't Ghost. Yeah. Come yeah. on. I think she won an Academy Award yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. <laughs> I'm going to bring up Ghost as much as I can. I've never seen it. What? <laughs> okay, continue. I don't watch movies prior to the year that I was born. Out of respect for my parents. They chose to have me in 1991. I'm not going to watch any movies before that. 1994. 1995. fun. That's what we called so it in 91. You've never seen Back to the Future. You want to fight me right now? I've seen Back to the Future, um, three? but I, I saw a remake. <laughs> no, because 3 came out in 1990. Oh, that's right. Oh, because they like forced it out. Yeah, they did. No, those are good movies. Though. Even, even the third ones, it is a good movie. It's one of the sad... Mary Steenburgen? Yeah, dude. One love the, her. It's one of the saddest moments I've ever... like. I love Ted Danson, too. They're married. Hold me closer. Teddy Danson. No, it's Homey Closer Tony Danza. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Good point. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's all. He's reminiscing. No, back, no, okay, back then, though, movies were like, every movie that came out then would be the best picture winner now. No. Feel the Dreams? Didn't win. What, like, what, what won? I think I want to say Field of Dreams is 1990, and I th- I think did Ghost win Best Picture? I don't know. I it was de- it was a hundred. It was definitely nominated. Driving Miss Driving Daisy. Daisy. Driving oh Miss yeah. Daisy. Okay. I want to I say Driving Miss Daisy either. won. Yeah, but Field of Dreams is nom. My best choice for 1990 probably Problem Child. Did you see that one? No. Did that come out in 1990? I don't know. John Ritter. I love John Ritter. Kramer's in it. 1990. 
the, the it kid, wasn't nominated. The kid though. is played by Justin Oliver. No, it's a it's a pretty bad movie. But oh, that's, I had it on VHS. Show, remember the show, uh, um, 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 Small Wonder, with a girl was like the. I mean, I do I know of that show, but that wasn't on. I used to love. I know like, it was like an early '80s show. But yeah, I would, I would always watch it. I don't know why, but I loved the show. And the girl was a ro- I remember she would always get wet and like short, like hey, start keep like it sparking. PG. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, like her back plate would start sparking. She's a robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was the small wonder. That's cool. I like shows about robots. I've never seen Mr. Robot. Seen Mr. Robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, my my like show that I watched as a kid was Different Strokes. Oh, great show. Yeah. What was your favorite cartoon as a kid? Mine was Doug. I loved Doug. Probably Hey Arnold. Loved I, I loved Hey Arnold, but I didn't really watch it that much. I watched it a lot. That I really liked. Hey, Rugrats. football head, yeah, football. I liked the Cartoon Network I shows. Allowed. I like Johnny Bravo, Ed and Eddie. I wasn't allowed to watch uh, Rugrats for some reason when I was a kid, and then I got really to yeah, or The Simpsons. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. I, I don't understand why you couldn't watch the Rugrats. That show was rated G. For, for good times, <laughs> for great for kids. Yeah, no, I don't know. My mom, my mom did not want me to watch the Rugrats. And then by the time I, by the time I would I, like for you to text your mom and find out why she didn't text her right now. By the time I was, that, yeah, that one confuses me. By the time I was allowed, like it wasn't even I was allowed. It was just like Tom, you're like thirty. You could watch the Rugrats now. I was a little bit. Too I wasn't old. allowed to watch South Park. I was allowed to watch The Simpsons though. Never allowed to watch Simpsons. South Park, I was... Which I, like, I see I, why I wasn't, wasn't allowed to watch it. it was, it's a pretty vulgar show. But at the same time, I don't know. It's like it's a cartoon. And you just, I guess you have to trust that your kid is you know smart enough to not be using that kind of language when they're like eight or nine, even though they're definitely using it. Kids are stupid. And yeah, they will use that language. Yeah. I didn't because I was a good kid. But... Yeah, no, yeah. I, guess, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think I started watching that until I was twelve, anyway. I got, yeah, I got a TV in my bedroom. Like, I bought a TV from Sears. It was, it was like ninety bucks. It was a tube TV. You know, when you were how old? I was thirteen. That's when I actually started. I was, I could have watched Simpsons like before that, but it's when I really started watching. When were you thirteen? What year? Uh, two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Born in '88, so you were 13 in 2001. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's I was the zero. Chicago public school system for you. I went to uh, <laughs> I went to uh, Catholic schools. That's the Chicago <laughs> private Catholic school system. With the Catholic for schools you. all my life. QAS. What Is your mom going to respond within the next couple minutes? I don't know. She's not typing. So does she normally type right away? She does. You want to call her instead? Yeah. Sure. All right. Let's call her. Up. This is how we'll close out the show. Tom calling his mom to find out why he was not allowed to watch Rugrats. <laughs> I'm pretty upset that I wasn't allowed to watch I'm Rugrats. Con- I'm just so confused. It's like my mom saying I couldn't watch Rocket Power. Huh? Mother, oh, did I? I'm sorry that I woke you up. Um, what? Uh, why wasn't I allowed to watch Rugrats when I was a kid? I don't know. I just thought they were sassy. They were sassy. That makes sense. They were sassy and sarcastic, and I didn't like that. They were babies. Fine. One of my friends was asking why, and I had to call and ask. That's why. I just thought they were smart mouths, and I didn't like that to be like 
a way to be role model behavior. Look well, at you I took well, I took their <laughs> I took their role modeling. Okay, I'll call you later. Okay, bye. bye. Is she sleeping? Clearly was like what was I the noise was in the background? <laughs> it was not quiet. I don't know. Well, uh, maybe a TV. So she know. thought they maybe were. Maybe she was watching the Rugrats in the they, background. They were, they were <laughs> smart, Alex, huh? Yeah. I don't think they were though. They were babies. They couldn't even communicate with the parents. Angelica was a smart Alec, but like that's it. Well, you think my mom watched like little kid cartoons when? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, she has to be screening it, or you know, she's just being a tyrant for no reason. Yeah, she could have been being a tyrant. Well, Tom, I wouldn't I, put that past her. I had a good time today. I think this is a, a solid Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Hey, everybody, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy your Thanksgivings. Well, this is going to come out after Thanksgiving, so I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving and a Black Friday and a Cyber, is Cyber, Cyber Monday, Monday today. No, it's or is that next month? Is after? That yeah. After? Yeah. Yeah. What about Saturday Sunday? Why are they? Tom, I have to leave. I got to go work. Hey, guys, we love you. Thank you so much. Do Thank we have any you guys so much. I don't have any shout outs. We just, you know, we're like two days in between recordings. So, hey, so just to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we're at uh, FJ2K Pod. That's our official Instagram. And, you know, and I'm at the official Lisa Kudrow. Tom's at King Marty McFly. I'm at King Tom Kelly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> King Tom Kelly. And um, also, please, if you want to, if you want us to talk about stuff, uh, please email us. We're, yeah, I think we should start doing yeah, some any, segments, maybe. Any topics, If we've any built questions. up enough viewership, send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter or FJ2K our personal. FJ2KPod at gmail.com. Yeah, or our email, FJ2KPod at gmail.com. And maybe we can, you know, put out five, ten minutes for just answering some fan questions. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you.